I wanted to talk about a story that you might have had when you were a kid that kind of let you know, oh, like something's going on here. This is a perfect. I was just thinking about this the other day. I have still not been able to like make sense of this experience, but um, I just remember it was like Halloween night and me and like my best friend that lived next to me, we would always with our siblings like go outside. And at this point we were like a little older. So probably like 10, 11 and we were being rebels and we were going outside at nighttime and we were gonna go like play ding dong ditch in the neighborhood that was behind mine. So the way our houses were is like my house was here and my grandma's house was on the other side. And all I remember is like, I could see my grandma's window and my mom's bedroom window from the back of the house. And as we were walking to the back of the neighborhood to sneak out, I saw what looked like my grandma in like, almost like this bubble. And I think like the, all of it was like blue. It was like a blue hologram type of thing. But I could see my grandma like wandering around in a circle outside of her bedroom. It was so strange to me and I was spooked and nobody of course saw it or understood what it was. So I thought like, did my grandma die? Like, is that her spirit right there? But it turns out she didn't die. But what happened, what I learned is that she would have these experiences where she actually would, her heart would stop beating in her sleep or she would stop breathing or something like that because she had to wear like this sleep apnea thing. So I'm wondering if she actually had a moment of like popping out of her body and going back into her body. But the thing is that cannot be confirmed. <laughs> so right. all I know is I saw it and it was scary. And I was like, wow, this is why you shouldn't be doing stuff like this at night. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> That is so funny. Me. Yeah, I feel like a lot of us have seen ghosts when we were younger. Like I had a similar experience. It wasn't anyone that I knew. Um, <laughs> basically, I was like in the fifth grade and I was in a bunk bed because my sister, she was at the bottom, I was at the top. And I saw this like ghost or spirit in the windowsill and it was just sitting there chilling and I like it was a pitch black dark and so that was the only light in the room except for like the window coming in with, like the moonlight or whatever and so I was looking at it like stuck and it was like it looked back at me but it was like no nah, she can't see me like I could see the like the face of it kind of of like shock that I could see it. And so it looked back trying to see if I was looking at something past it. And the window was like, the blinds were closed. So I couldn't have been look, looking outside the window. So it looked back at me like, oh, who is this little girl? Like, why did you see me? And um, we were just staring at each other for like 30 seconds. That's how I know for sure I saw it because it was a long time we were staring at each other. And then I finally decided to close my eyes because I wanted it to leave. And when I opened up, it was gone. And so, yeah, that was me seeing a ghost or whatever. But also, another like quick story I had was one time, I think I was like in the seventh grade or something like that. So I, I used to have like dreams of the future and um but they would happen like years beforehand so when i was in the fifth grade i had a dream 
of like a scene happening. And I was like around all these people I didn't know, but it seemed like they were my friends. And we were all chatting and then they said something. They said a certain sentence and then they dropped their phone. And then I woke up. <clears throat> and I didn't think anything of it because I had never seen any of these kids in my life. So I was just like, it's just another dream. Then two years later, I'm in middle school. So it's new kids, right? So I'm in middle school and I had forgotten about this dream at that point. We're all sitting there chatting. It looks exactly like my dream, but I didn't realize it until they said the exact same sentence that I heard in my dream. And as soon as they said it, I said, don't drop your phone. <laughs> and the phone, like the phone started dropping, but they caught it this time because I had warned them or whatever. Everybody, everybody was stuck. They were just like, oh, what the hell? That's so weird. Like, um, they were just like, how did you know that that was going to like fall or whatever? And I was like, um, I told them the truth. I was like, um, I had a dream about it. I don't know. And like, there was this one kid that kind of like stood up for me. He was like, yeah, like I know some people can like do that. So, you know, you must have a gift or something. And so everybody kind of left me alone. But I feel like had he not said anything, they would have been like, this freak. Like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> cool, though. Like, shoot, maybe if I was there, I would think it's cool. <laughs> but Yeah, I, th I yeah. thought it was cool, too. But, you know, like, it can be kind of scary, though. Because then... Yeah. Because you're not a weird... Like, do yeah. you know this or do you know everything? And it's like, that's not exactly how it works. Mm -mm. yes it's so weird actually that you even talk about dreams because i've only recently started getting like prophetic dreams and the ones that have been the most um real are not good ones i don't want to have these dreams i don't want to see people hurting themselves i don't want to see things happening but what i realized is that like my guides will call me to pray about it and i recently had a situation where something i dreamt about literally like I prayed about it and got a phone call the next day that the exact thing that happened in my dream happened. But because of my prayer, the person that went in my dream, I saw them fall. I saw them hit the, their head and I saw them die from it. They fell and they hit their head, but survived. Like it was just crazy. Like the, the same next day I got that. Like it woke me up out of my sleep. I was like, I have to pray. Like this is a family member and everything. And the exact thing that I've seen. So I'm like, wow, this spiritual stuff can get really interesting. And I wasn't asking for that, but I won't say that I haven't like prayed to enhance my spiritual gifts. Cause I feel like I definitely have in the past. I just forgot that I did that. So maybe that's why they're opening up a little more. I don't know. It can be scary. Like, yes, definitely. sometimes I, I can definitely resonate with that, that the stuff that we get enlightened to is a lot of the times not the best thing our gift within that is trying to find some kind of silver lining within it or like you said like connecting to our guides and source and really putting that intention behind it that it turns out in a different way yes. so it's like it can just get really really tricky <laughs> and yeah. it's it, it comes with a lot of responsibility. I feel like some people don't really understand how much responsibility you have to have within having spiritual gifts, how much mm -hmm. of an honor it is, yeah, too, but it is 
a huge responsibility and it's nothing to play with. And it's nothing that's like just reckless with. You can't be reckless with it. Being responsible is like the basic. Like that is your basic and least requirement. I feel like I feel like once you start doing things to where it's not in the best interest for you or the collective or people around you, I feel like you are going to reap it even worse than the average person. We're dealing with people's lives here. We're dealing with people's like direction here. We're dealing with their mental state. We're dealing with their emotional state. Like this is nothing to play with. And it's so important to be trustworthy within that. And I really find that to be something that I'm super serious about within being a guide. Yeah, But I would hate to lead someone in the wrong direction. And that's another reason why I, you know, give people guidance and things like that on my one-on-one calls. And just like how you do as well, you offer your services. But also, like, leading people back to their inner guidance, too. So Mm -hmm. that even if something I'm saying doesn't resonate you know what to do like we're supposed to be like confirmation we're not we talked about this the other day of how we're not the gods of everyone's life and we're just like you know over your destiny and we're basically just here to guide but yeah the, the direction is still within your own life you know exactly Exactly. And I totally resonate with the seriousness that you feel. And even for me, like the anxiety that it's brought to worry about that, like, am I potentially affecting people the wrong way? I want to make sure I'm affecting them the right way. And especially at a point in my life where I was working with way more people than I was used to. And I was dealing with people that were all in all kind of life situations that are sticky. It brought a lot of anxiety for me because I'm like, this is a lot of pressure to share something that hopefully like affects them in the right way. But I, I've also realized over time that there's only a certain amount of responsibility that you can take and the rest of it you have to surrender because it will eat at you to feel like it's oh, your responsibility what people choose. Um, Because sometimes also people don't listen to the guidance. They come to you, they don't listen, they don't take action on the things that you share and then the results that they get, they're not happy with. But that's why I think I like to work with people that are receptive and really like open ears. I'm not saying you have to do exactly as I say or anything, but just simply like actually want to hear the guidance and not just what you want to hear. Or you don't just want someone to tell you like what you think the situation is, but just let me tap into the energy and be open. And thankfully, like, I feel like that that's changed a lot where I'm able to attract people that are a little more mature. Because I've dealt with some people that are just, they don't understand the spiritual uh, world. They don't understand the realms. They think it's like, they could just come to me like I'm a slot machine and just give it, give it, give it. And then like, they don't have to do anything. They're going to get the best results. But you also have to do the work in your own life. You have to heal. You have to go through certain things. So I don't know. I do think it's a misconception of like what this work is really capable of doing for people. And I don't think people always see it as like insight, but it's insight. It's not like the God, like you said, you know what I'm saying? So even with insight, you have to, you have to do the, um, still assortment of your life and like assessment. And you have to go through your different levels as they arise type of thing. So I kind of look at us 
as within us being guides, I look at us as like teachers from mm. K through 12, shoot, <laughs> even college, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like we're teachers or guides for all of the different grade levels. And it's like, we have to assess what level you're at so I can give you a lesson plan you understand. Cause it's yeah. like, if you're at grade two and I'm giving you something that a 12th grader will understand, it's gonna fly over your head and you're going mm -hmm. to end up choosing something at your second grade level. Cause you didn't understand what I said. So it's kind of like knowing what to say and how to say it, knowing who is receptive to what because of where they are mentally, like energetically, what they've already been enlightened to type of thing. That's why I kind of like to, when I talk to people, try to see where they are, not even more so, so I can predict your future or anything like that. I really just try to have people see more of where they are more clearly mm -hmm. so that you can make whatever enlightened choice you feel like. And I'll tell you what I feel like the choice is, but I still suggest people to really tap into their own spiritual guidance, you know, mm -hmm. um, because within those shifts and within that, those experiences and levels you go through, you learn more and more and more. And even within like readings and things like that, um, I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but I've noticed that within myself. If I'll have something, oh, I just seen one, one, one. Um, <laughs> if that threw me off, when I'll watch readings or things like that, and let's say I'll have a reading that resonates or just within like YouTube and things like that. And it'll be something I'm like, this is really profound, right? I'm at the point where I don't really look at things like that as, oh, it's predicting my future because I know I do that. I look at it more as like, this is clarity for you. This is confirmation for you. This is for you to um, better make a wiser choice. And sometimes within that, it's like you'll listen to the same video or the same like guidance, but you'll hear it a different way. Because yeah. you're different, you know? Mm -hmm. So you you may have understood it from whatever level you were at. But as you like rise and rise and understand more and more, you understand what was said at an even deeper level. Within songs too, I've noticed that like within Janae songs or even like Alex Isley, I'll listen to them and before you resonate with them because it just sounds healing like it just sounds like they saying something good like yeah. but you're not really understanding what they're saying or you're just blindly singing along but it's like when you really go through it or you've experienced it you're like oh this is different like Exactly, exactly. And um, you made such a great point with like knowing where people are, which I think is the most difficult thing to do. Like when, for example, like you do collective work, you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know their situation. Um, and I think too, I always wish that people would approach it with that consciousness of they don't know who I am. So let me not expect that they say things a certain way, but let me see how it applies to my situation and how it doesn't apply. But I think it's like a lot of times people assume that the reading is always going to just match 
with them perfectly, not realizing I'm reading for a collective of people. And sometimes I will work to simplify things because I know everyone's not able to like understand the bigger concept yet. If you're just at the beginning of your journey, it's certain things you won't understand. So I think that for that reason, like keeping things simple really works. But as far as personal readings, I think that is a struggle is not exactly knowing where people are or how to properly assess. You just have to like read the energy. But I think live sessions um, can really help with that. So that's kind of been mm. coming through, like talking to people on the phone or like on FaceTime. It's much better than me just like tapping into their energy because certain things they might not be able to understand or I might not be able to understand without talking to them. You exactly. Know? That's why, because I had at first had a service where I was just going to channel. Well, first of all, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but certain spiritual practices are still not legal in certain areas. Mm, okay? I didn't, I didn't know that. Didn't know that either. Didn't mm. know that either. And that is definitely a thing. So I technically cannot offer services that would be oracle readings or anything like that. So I know the last time we talked, I was like, yeah, I should probably do that. Mm -hmm. I was then present presented with information that I can't do that where I'm at. But I plan yeah. on moving, but that was something to where it was like, okay, didn't even know that. And I wanted to touch on that a little bit too. I feel mm -hmm. like I was actually shocked when I found that out because of the fact that I thought in the States that since there's like protection against religions, that that covered the whole board. I did not know that that excluded other things. You know, like I didn't know that there were laws for that. Apparently it was like made in the 1800s. Maybe wow. no one has like felt the need to abolish it and they just kind of forgot about it, but it's still there so within that me saying all of that anyway i prefer to just do one-on-one -on -one calls and that's why i do one-on-one -on -one calls because when we're talking what i said to you is what i said to you don't say nothing else but you know right. <laughs> so it's like i can say what i need to say without there being anything else outside of that that makes any sense and technically yeah, yeah. you know anything unlawful or anything like that but it's just crazy how because of the negative connotation of certain spiritual things or the spiritual community or things like that that there are actually still laws that restrict you from doing certain things i feel like that's insane yeah i feel like even within that i feel like the world has so much more to grow into so when i look at certain things i kind of look at the history and the span of which things happen so within the 1900s we didn't have nearly as much freedom as we have now and things are like progressing and this is even outside of like just a spiritual community this is just in humanity in general so within that and things like changing they're changing over time, but I feel like in a good way, some people would disagree. Of course, I feel like there are always going to be like heinous things and bad things to where things are not really the best. But I feel like as a collective energy, we're moving forward. And I feel like that's why a lot of things are, 
coming up and like bubbling up so that there can be justice in yeah. certain areas. And um, so even within that and certain laws against people who are psychics or mediums or anything like that, I feel like that just may be something that has to be addressed and maybe it'll be addressed soon. Who knows? Well, man, this is all good stuff to know because it just reminded <laughs> me, you know, all of our states are different too in the things they accept and don't accept. So that's good stuff to look into. But yeah, I, I, I do think that actually I was doing a collective reading today and a lot about justice was coming up. A lot about justice, a lot about um, fairness and equality. And I feel like that's why a lot of people like collectively right now are just so at unrest because they're wanting justice for themselves, the world, the different populations that's being affected in the world. So it's just such an intense time. I do think that we need more like even things like this, like conversation, like the more stuff like this happens, it's really good for different people to express their points of view. Like we don't have to agree on everything. Like humans really have to work on that. We really have to work on like accepting other people's differences, accepting our own differences, choosing to focus on the similarities. Cause usually a lot of things are more similar about us, but we'll be like, everything else is similar, but one little thing you do, I don't like it. So I just disregard you instead of like working on acceptance and just, um, agreeing to disagree and stuff like that but it takes a lot of emotional regulation to like be able to deal with all these differences and again like it was really interesting for me to learn it's a trauma thing that people are like so black and white so when you learn about that and you understand like why they are that way it can help you to be more like open and then also encourage other people to say like it's just different cultures right like a lot of cultures all around the world they are not able to exist openly because of things like religion when really everyone should be able to have their practices as long as it's not harmful as long as it's not hurtful to the earth or to people you know mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i definitely definitely agree i think that will solve a lot of problems within the world like you said of us all just accepting that we're all supposed to be different and that is where our power is if we would all just have the courage to be ourselves and then release judgment of others and accept the differences and allow the world to be the infinite possibilities it's supposed to be we yeah. could have world peace mm -hmm. we could have it but it would take everyone to participate that's how yeah. that would work and yeah. it's it, i know me saying that sounds so simple but it's because it is that simple we mm -hmm. make things more difficult our egos and you know how we want to be viewed or how we feel like everyone else should be mm -hmm. takes away from the simplicity of it it can be so simple you know and yeah. it it's i know it can be that simple because that's how you find peace within yourself when you accept yourself and your authentic self and you accept others for who they are you don't try to change them you just move accordingly you don't seek control because love is not control love is not force mm -hmm. and when you start moving from real love you find inner peace and that doesn't mean you're not going to be challenged that doesn't mean you're not going to have your issues that arise and things like that but you have now experienced inner peace so even if you get knocked off of it a little bit you know the gps back like you yeah. know where it is because you've experienced inner peace and when we're all in inner peace we will have our peace 
Exactly, exactly. Even down to just not physically violating people because you feel upset, like knowing how to regulate, like, oh, I feel really upset, but I'm not going to go ram into that person's car because I have road rage. I'm going to realize what's going on inside of me and make a wise decision. But again, like emotional regulation is not talked about enough. Like we're so used to just being able to throw fits or just like not know how to throw fits healthily because you can throw a fit in your bedroom alone, throw pillows, right? punch pillows, but you cannot go and physically violate because you don't agree with what someone's doing and it's not even harmful to you. When you choose to do things like that, that's when it's like the world, we can't seem to find peace because people don't know how to just go inward with how they feel. They always have to project it outward because you know they say misery loves company. So that's another thing people struggle with is like working on like their own upsetness with the world or with life and processing that like in a healthy way. They do a lot of projecting and it's like, I'm miserable, so you're going to be miserable too. And they try to take you down, you know? So that's something I notice quite a lot, unfortunately, you know? Because no one likes to be alone. No one likes to be alone, especially in their sadness and things like that. Yeah, I feel like that goes into, like, um, like how we were talking about the levels of things. I feel like emotional regulation and controlling your emotions is the first step. So I feel like before you even spiritually awaken, regulating your emotions is step one. If you don't have control over your like ego, if you don't have control of, because that's really what that is, your emotions and um, your triggers and things like that, all of that is stemming from either your past experiences within living your life or within things that you've been taught that you haven't dived deep into or whatever it is, it's all coming from your human experience as to why you're being emotionally swayed one way or another. Because we didn't know what anything was when we first got here. Like if you think about a newborn baby, um, just the standard newborn baby, not a gifted one, you know, <laughs> a yeah. standard newborn baby. If someone is doing drugs in front of a standard newborn baby, they're not necessarily going to deem that as bad or good or have any emotional feeling about it because they don't know what that means. Does that make sense? So yes. it's like if if you if none of us knew what anything meant, nothing would emotionally sway us. So our emotions are connected to our human experience and things like that. So when we understand where an emotion comes from and why we're having that emotion, why we're having that trigger and really like get to the root of it because I feel like that's what the problem is. You know, some people don't do introspection. They don't really care to know why they blow up over things or why they react certain ways or have certain emotional feelings about certain things. So if there's lack of care for that, you won't be aware and you won't be able to control it. So it's like, if you don't understand something, you won't be able to control it. And some people don't care to control it. They feel like this is how I am. And that's just how people won't have to take me. And I feel right. like, you know, that's personal choice. You, you do have that choice. You have right. that choice to be like that. But um, I'm getting the song, um, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Basically, like, that's how we will all get to a better place. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. So, yeah. So, I feel like that's really it. So, it's like you can't really, if you're not working on yourself, if you are not 
learning first, I feel like that is the first key to like self-improvement or really like awakening the human experience part of it before you can even tap into the 5D stuff, spirits and knowing and spiritual gifts and all that stuff. You have to conquer your human body first. Mm-hmm. That's step one. If you can't do that, how the heck are you going to not going to be able to handle anything else? You know? Yeah. Um, it just is it's giving me so much, so many interesting um ideas and things like that. Cause I feel like we have to find more ways to communicate to people why they should be interested in themselves and not the people they place on a pedestal or whatever. Cause I thought about it the other day. That's the only reason why celebrities can be as successful as they are because people care more about them than themselves. Like if they, if people were healthy, um, certain things would not be as supported. Like people wouldn't be able to make money the way that they do and stuff. Cause it wouldn't be so much interest in like this person's relationship and what's going on versus your own body, your own inner self. But because like we've set up society to be so external, people find every excuse not to go inward. And it's really a survival thing too. It's very uncomfortable to go inward and to, to face your own inner emotions and your body's responses to stuff, your childhood trauma. Some people would co- convince you they have no trauma, nothing ever happened to them, but the way they live their life, their relationships, their financial status, all of that shows you that they do have issues that they also might not be recognizing. And that's not a judgment. It's just an analyzation of the truth. Like you don't recognize certain things have affected you, but clearly your life is set up a certain way that you're being affected. And it's okay to accept that. But I don't think we like to accept that our life is not what we wanted it to be, or we're not satisfied. We feel shame and all these things. So we never just want to accept that painful reality that I don't like my life and I don't like myself. And because people can never get to that point, that's what makes them, I feel like, not be able to change, like you said. They don't want to recognize that their patterns are toxic or the way they treat people is bad. But once all of your relationships are negatively affected and people don't want to be around you, that'll make you have to look in the mirror because you realize you can't just be blowing up on people and expect them to forgive you every time when you don't want to change. That's not healthy. It's not not fair. So it's so complex. And it could all be so simple, but I think it's because as humans... We don't understand our complexity. That's why it's so hard. Like this could all be simple, but we don't understand like our mechanisms, our survival mechanisms, like our defenses. Like we don't, like you said, before you can change something, you have to get it. You have to Mm -hmm. understand. And I don't think that we get a lot of things about ourselves. Yeah. And I think that is huge. And that's a huge reason why. I started my podcast and even my channel in general. Like, I feel like I'm very big on activation. I think that would be the word for what I'm trying to do. Like, wake as many people up as possible. That's why I wrote my book, It's Time to Wake Up. Like, I feel like the more people that wake up and get it, and of course, it's going to be your choice. Like, in the movie, the I think because the topic of this podcast episode is movies and you know spiritual gifts and things like that i keep getting movies Mm -hmm. but um it's taking me to the matrix movie or whatnot and morpheus was like you know choose like the red or the blue pill type of thing and i feel like that's what i'm giving people a chance to do it's like the the information is here if you want to sit through these almost hour-long episodes if you want to sit through these episodes that are more than an hour long you'll get the information that you need it's a matter of 
Are you going to take it and are you going to apply it? Are you brave enough to actually recognize your power and who you are so you can understand yourself better and then make a change? But if you're scared of yourself, then you're not even going to be able to apply things in a certain way. And also within like having accountability, I, I said this um, probably the other day where I think it's hard for some people to take accountability because of course it's an ego blow. And a lot of people are super attached to their ego because they don't know that they are not their ego all of the time. Like they're not just their ego. They don't know who they are outside of who this human experience is, if that makes sense. So they feel like they have to be attached to it. They feel like they have to protect it, but they don't understand there's another side to themselves that can take the reins and is more powerful than the ego. Like your who you are, your essence and your energy, your soul is supposed to be in the front lines. But if you can't get a wrangle over your ego and know when to put it in its place when it needs to be, you're not going to be able to ascend higher because your ego is just going to hold you back. And I feel like you have an inner, you know, inner God and an inner devil. And a lot of people just succumb to their lower versions of themselves because they don't know how to not yeah. they, everything they've seen everyone else has been doing that so it's like if if you don't instinctively have a gift because i do feel like a, some of us were born this way having gifts some people can unlock it throughout their lifetime but i feel like those of us who've had other lives where we have already gone through this we were born into life already instinctively knowing there was more yeah. so it's like we kind of get it faster faster but yeah. for other people who maybe this is their first time being here that's why I, that's where i kind of release the judgment of it because i'm like some people some of these things take lifetimes to uncover and unlock and understand so yeah. it's like like how I was saying earlier about the great levels. It's like just understanding that some people are in level two and you're in level 12. Mm -hmm. And that way you won't take it internally as like a personal attack or like a it's a personal thing. They're just operating from their capability. Basically. Yeah, their, their level of understanding. That's where our compassion does a great service to realize like, you at one point didn't know all the things that you know, like accepting your weaknesses also helps you to accept other people's and just like, I don't think it should ever be a judgment thing. That's like judging someone because they don't know how to read this language or they never learned it. You know, it's like, a, it's a language thing, right? But as humans, we're gonna feel that way because we're gonna feel like, how could you not get it? Like, why are you not interested in yourself? Like, why aren't you learning or changing? Especially when you're doing the work your like tolerance for people that are not doing the work, it can really lessen because you, it's the way you see things. But I think remembering that also a lot of times people don't want to run from themselves. It's just, they don't know any other way. They have learned to cope through life. They have learned to desensitize themselves to themselves because usually how they grow up, 
Usually they're in toxic households. Their parents weren't emotionally, emotionally regulated. So they don't teach them that people turn to drugs because all the things they've like suppressed within, within themselves, they were never taught how to handle. So like looking at it from that lens, it helps me to understand why people get addicted or why they choose certain lives for themselves. It's usually, it's not very conscious. That's why I think the devil represents that because the devil is like all these things that are pulling you. You can't even see the devil. Where is the devil? It's the emotions. It's the, the lust and things like that. But there is a reason why some people are a little more strong than others. And I think that part of it's spiritual and a part of it is because of how you've learned through life, how to regulate yourself. When people don't have that, they could be 60, but they act as a 15 year old in certain ways because they haven't matured and developed. And that's okay. Like we all have things we haven't fully developed through. That's why we're still here because we still got work to do. Right. So we're still mm -hmm. developing. We're still growing. Um, but yeah, I do think like learning how to not personalize how people act is a very good thing because it's easy to take things personal. And a lot of times it's really, it's not, you know, I feel like to end off this episode, I personally want to say that more people should put respect on people with gifts names. Okay. That is how I want to end this off because of course, like we talked about throughout the episode, there are going to be certain people within every group that doesn't have the best intentions, but there will be light within every group as well. And I feel like even outside of people who are psychics, mediums, energy readers, things like that, anyone with great intent and is focused on self-improvement and helping the collective in whatever way they can, sharing and giving that value, I feel like there needs to be more respect put on that because yeah, that's not easy. It's not easy to show up. It's not easy to not always care about how you're perceived. It's not easy to learn how to emo emotionally regulate yourself. It's not easy to try to see things through when they're difficult. Like we have the same emotions everyone else feels, but we yeah. just have the strength to put them aside and know when things are necessary or not. Yeah. So even within our sweet persona, there is a warrior in here, okay? Yeah. And, and I feel like that is what I want to end it off with, that misconception that whatever you perceive is always what it is about people, and sometimes it's not. Yeah. So um, did you want to end off saying anything? No, that was perfect. I think that totally sums it up. Like, don't judge on the surface what you see, because there's always more to each individual than what they appear as. And the same with yourself. So get deep with yourself. Learn to love all of yourself. Understand your flaws also make you whole and they don't take anything from you. Like all of that is very important for all of us because self-acceptance, I think, is how we are able to receive other people's love and acceptance of us. Because sometimes... When we don't feel that toward ourselves, we can feel like other people also perceive us based off of our flaws. I know I've lived with that. But when you realize that people perceive you based off of their own individual experiences, it just changes the dynamic. And you're able to like you. The reason why I feel like I could be so human is because I know everyone is, regardless of if they share their humanness or they share their mistakes. We all have it. So it makes me feel 
I'm relaxed. Nobody can tell me anything because we're all human. <laughs> That's right. So like you kind of re release that judgment because you realize when people are projecting things that you was like, yeah, but I bet you have things that you're working on too. And it just takes it away from like, you know, unless it's something you actually need to take accountability for, but I'm talking about people just purely judging you just because, because I deal with a good amount of that being on the internet, <laughs> you realize that really mm, we're all human. So love yourself. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. I definitely agree. Well, thank you so, so much. I feel like this conversation was so beautiful. So yeah. helpful. I feel like it'll help a lot of people. And yeah, I appreciate you coming on. This was so fun. I, I really enjoyed it. And thank you for having me. And it was just so, so many great topics. And I feel like we could probably talk forever on other things. So, I know. know. Yes, I definitely, we definitely need to continue connecting. Okay. And let them know where they can find you on social media, any of your services, things like that. Yeah. So uh, my tarot channel is our spiritual journey. Um, you can find me there for all these type of insights and yeah, you might see me on other places cause I have other social media accounts and things, but that one is where I do all of my spiritual stuff. So if you want like more of that readings and stuff like that, then you can find me at our spiritual journey and you should be able to find like my pick of cards hopefully. But I know that because my channel's new, you might not be able to find it through the search. So maybe we can put like a link below or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I'm going to leave everything in the description box as well, whether that be um, on Apple or Spotify podcast, also within my YouTube channel as well. I will leave it in the description box. But yeah, I'm going to end it here. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and I will see you guys in my next episode.